Hi there, my name is Harshad and I'm a 20-year-old fascinated with self-development. In this show, I'll discuss ideas and concepts that'll help you achieve a better quality of life and share my experiences of self-experimentation with morning routines and productivity strategies. This is what works for you. Let's talk about one of the most prominent fears people have, which is the fear of judgment. Have you hesitated before starting a YouTube channel or a poetry page? Has the fear of judgment ever crippled you from taking initiative in any way? If you're like most human beings, the answer is yes. Everybody I know, including myself, has lost to the fear of judgment at some point of time. The real question is, how do you deal with it? The first thing you need to know is that it's all in your head. The fear of judgment is funny that way. If you're scared of heights, you don't get scared when you're on the ground. The fear of judgment is different. Even if you have no evidence of people judging you, you'll assume that they are and let it hold you back. You're not a mind reader, you can't look into people's minds. For all we know, they're not even thinking about you in the first place. Taking initiative attracts people's attention which can be an uncomfortable experience but keep in mind that instead of your work being judged by someone, it could be inspiring somebody. You have no concrete proof of what anybody is thinking. While you're trying to guess what's going on in somebody's head, they are trying to guess what's going on in yours. There's this amazing quote that goes, I am not what I think I am. I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Let me repeat it for you. I am not what I think I am. I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So if you've ever held yourself back from taking that first step, inhale what I've just explained to you and reconsider doing it. You're going to die one day and nobody except you will regret the fact that you didn't try. If you do try and fail, that's completely acceptable. Which brings me to how the fear of judgment masks itself. More often than not, people say they fear failure. False. They don't fear failure, they fear what people will say when they fail. You're allowed to try and fail. Steve Jobs failed miserably when he was running a computer company named Next after being fired from Apple. No matter how people must have criticized him, he went on and with a little luck and a lot of effort, he got back on his feet and changed the future of the world. Failure is okay. People will say what they say, but family and friends will support you. Not everybody's opinions count when you fail. The fear of judgment is also masked with the excuse of perfection. I'm a perfectionist and until the stars align, I'm not gonna do it. Well, real perfectionists know that perfection doesn't exist, only progress does. And to think that you're going to be perfect in your first YouTube video or your first self-published book is a ridiculous expectation. Focus on progress, not perfection. If the work you're doing requires customers, viewers or clients, let them tell you how perfect or imperfect it is. Don't let perfectionism become a barrier. In a way, perfectionists are people who seek external validation. They need somebody to tell them that they're worthy. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting validation. As human beings, we yearn for it and also thrive on it. The problem arises when a lack of validation manifests as a river you can't cross. So beware of using perfectionism to mask your fear of judgment and as an ultimate excuse to not do what you want to do. Now let's move on to some more practical tips. Number one, COVID. COVID is a blessing for people who've been trapped by the fear of judgment. Please don't misunderstand me here, I'm trying to put a positive spin on things. I hate the fact that COVID is affecting the entire world. Check out the previous episode. We don't interact with people outside of our inner circle these days. So that random hallway conversation where an acquaintance could have told you that they liked or disliked your video is not going to happen. 
I know for a fact that if I had to attend college physically, I would have felt conscious about starting the podcast. I don't know if I would have gone ahead and scrapped the idea of doing it entirely because that's an alternate reality. I just know I would have felt conscious for at least the first month. So take advantage of the situation and do what you want to do within the comfort of your home. Number two, immediate execution. Sometimes when you're struck with a new idea, there are two ways to go about it. Either execute it immediately with the help of that adrenaline rush or wait for a little while telling yourself you want to research. Research isn't bad, it's a good thing. But as you're researching, chances are that you'll come up with ways to second guess the idea and a thousand scenarios of how it will go wrong will enter your mind. Instead, execute as soon as possible. And obviously you're going to make mistakes and your work will be imperfect, but that's okay. Once you show the world your first version, even if it's bad, you'll gain enough momentum to do your second one a whole lot better. Number three, ask your audience. This is one of my favorites. It's a coping mechanism to deal with the fear of judgment. Whenever you feel like you want to start working on your new thing but can't, ask your audience. Before you begin, ask close friends. Put up a story on Instagram. Do whatever you want. Just point blank ask them if it sounds like a good idea. Nobody's going to tell you that it's a terrible idea. If they do, don't listen. The goal here isn't to ignore constructive suggestions. You should obviously factor them in from close friends and family or anybody who's willing to offer them. What we're trying to do here is trick ourselves into thinking that we're asking people their opinion before we're doing it, so it's okay. Not to mention, you're going to get a ton of support. I certainly did when I was starting the podcast. Number four, self-critique. You can imagine what people are thinking about your work till the end of time, or you can be your own harshest critique. This is a simple exercise where you put yourselves in the shoes of your audience, customers, or clients and imagine how they feel about your work. Take down bullet points and work on them. Iterate. That's how you're going to get better. Don't become overly critical with the self-talk. This isn't about deliberately pointing out things that are wrong with you for the heck of it. This is about improving. Keep that in mind. Funny story, I wanted to do a little critiquing. So I was listening to one of the episodes from this show during my workout. And my brother walked in, saw me listening to my own podcast and called me a narcissist. Nothing I said changed his mind afterwards. Number five, ask for feedback. After you share your work, your idea or your business pitch, ask them to share what they think. I've done this on multiple occasions and I'm very grateful to all of you who've supported me. One of my friends suggested adding more personal experiences in the episodes. Another corrected my pronunciation of the word deteriorates. This way, I get to know what people really think instead of me imagining what they think. With this, I hope I've given you enough tools to battle the fear of judgment and take that first step. I've never been one to hype people up. But right now, I'm going to tell you to just go and do it. Don't let anything hold you back. Put out that first terrible version. The momentum that follows will be enough to carry you forward. Afterwards, tell me what you're working on on Instagram. I'd love to know about it. Make sure you don't have any what ifs for your deathbed. Take the leap.